welcome to Sisterly Insights, an opportunity to explore ideas and philosophies that can help you live a fuller, empowered life through meditation and so much more. I'm your host, Debbie Mueller. As the founder of Patterns for Living, I'm dedicated to guiding people in how to make healthy choices to bring their lives into balance. The conversations shared here are offered to give you an opportunity to look more deeply into your personal experience and delve into concepts that can help you find ways to make life more enjoyable and joyful. If you want to participate in a meditation experience, join me at Sisterly Insights, The Practice, when you are in a quiet place and time. The guided meditations will help you assimilate the information presented in our conversations. So I'm here again with the Ohm sisters, Shirley, Jeannie, Amelia, and Paulette. We welcome you to this episode's conversation. Say hi, everyone. Hey. We've had some really inspiring and motivational conversations as we've moved through the process of creative patterning. We hope you have found benefit from any and all of them. Today, we want to circle back around to meditation. At the root of the work we do together, Meditation is integral, and the outcomes could not be as exceptional without meditation. So we're going to address a few questions today. And the first one, how does meditation fit in the process of creating what you want in life? Well, for me, um, it's a tool I not only use to ground myself, but to be present with whatever path I'm on. And... Uh, it helps to give me an opportunity to take the vision, my current vision, and make it real. Mm-hmm. Because I can sit with it and work with it daily. Okay. So how does that how does that open up for you when you when you're actually in the process of meditation? What is it that happens that gives you that kind of feeling and support? I think being. Um, present in that moment, breathing into being a very centered space, Mm -hmm. I give myself that space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you often talk about giving yourself the space to visualize it and see it as if it's real, even though it's still in the thought process. A lot of times in my meditation, I almost want to say make believe that it's happening. I act as if, if, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, it feels real in my mind's eye mm-hmm. because I give myself that chance to see it as if it is real. And then when I'm done with my meditation, I take steps to creating it because right. I've seen it almost already happen. So it's like, well, I can do that. If I could do it in my mind's eye and I can see what I want, well, I can just go ahead and give that a try and mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. and practice. Practice what I've created in my mind during my meditation so Mm -hmm. that's just one of the things I gained through my meditation that process that really adds to the process oh yeah yeah Yeah. do you find sometimes too Jeannie that when you're in a meditation and you're focusing on your vision that sometimes a new path will open up also absolutely yeah and it'll actually it opens up limitations and uh, you actually see something new that can can happen for you Absolutely, such a valid point because mm-hmm. I think with meditation, we've put ourselves in an open state. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, good and point. 
so you, the gifts that come from that are unexpected. Mm-hmm. You're sort of brainstorming with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's it's very different than just making a mental to do list in your head when you're yeah. fretting at night or whatever. It's yeah. it's it's um, it's more like honoring your intention by still keeping it in your thoughts, mm-hmm. and because you're in a different state of awareness, things come to you that wouldn't necessarily come to you in that conscious state. Absolutely. Because you're less judgmental. You're more mm-hmm. relaxed. And you're more relaxed. And so, yeah, it's that, that stroke of insight mm-hmm. yeah. that comes Definitely. to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the creative process cannot be removed or taken away from meditation. They actually are essential to one another. Absolutely. Being able to work together yeah, with them. they go hand in hand. So what tools have you found that help you in your personal meditations? There are some great ones out there. What's your favorites? My, my, um, I was going to say this on the, when you asked the first question, because my form of meditation, as, as I've said before, is so different. Because mm-hmm. for me to meditate, I write. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My meditation is writing. Mm-hmm. So when I write, uh, we were talking about creating what you want. I have so many examples that t- came true. I mean, it just amazes me when I look back in my writing, mm-hmm. writing as if I've already received. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, writing, and it came true. Everything, mm-hmm. not immediately, but when I look back on my writing, um, just as an example, say I wanted to uh, redo my downstairs with hardwood flooring you know I would write about oh I could see you know my new downstairs blah blah you know mm-hmm. whatever and it all just came to pass mm-hmm. the finances came everything just it was amazing so I use writing as a as my tool and because it actually puts you in a space where you're present at that moment and you're just letting it flow there's no blockage right. You're not worried or thinking about something else. No. It's the moment that you need to do that. And that is meditation. That yeah. can be a really useful and beneficial meditation. So that, I mean, great. that works for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, I use writing, but in a different way. Most of the time, I start my meditation with journaling first. Okay. Um, I don't know, for me, if that's a way that I empty out my help clear the plate, like sure. getting things off my mind or into a place where I feel like, okay, I don't have to think about this because I already processed it by writing. Mm-hmm. I'll do our calendar. I look at my t- intention mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. month, you know, so I kind of see, I seat myself with that. And then either I will listen to, I'm, I'm a sound person, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I often use either a bell meditation or chimes, but I've been using either your meditations online mm-hmm. or the insight timer. I like guided, mm-hmm. guided, um, meditations. guided meditations are really beneficial for me. And it's whether it's choosing one to be mindful, focusing on the breath. I feel like there's just so many ways to meditate. There mm-hmm. isn't just one. And then mm-hmm. for me, listening to the meditations always gives me like, Oh, this is a new path. I never thought about it this way. And, it just gives me lots of aha moments mm-hmm. that is just, 
I, I feel like I'm constantly learning about myself through each meditation. Mm-hmm. Some I like better than others. I um, think that's a good point, Jeannie, because when you said you're like sound, and there are times when I just don't want any sound. Oh, I silence. just can't. I just want silence. I can't. I can't even stand the sound of a flute. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know, I'll start a meditation with sound, and I thought, no, no, I can't. I can't do mm-hmm. this. I just need total silence mm-hmm. and my breath. Right. And right. I, those those are my strongest tools. My writing and my and I'll just need my breath. Just. Just let me breathe. It was so funny. Today I had a meditation, and I used a guided meditation, and I was listening to it, and it wasn't a lot of talking, almost just focus on your breathing, be with it, and kind of going through a body scan. Mm -hmm. But the gardeners were working outside Mm -hmm. in the city, and I was so distracted that I literally put earbuds in went in my closet and closed the door <laughs> because I she wanted a very big closet. <laughs> <laughs> that you know you I wanted to just like be like I need like silence to hear my meditation. <laughs> but you know and yeah. it, it's funny how how different we each what we each need is so different. Exactly. But it works. But we know the tools and that's exactly. the thing. Exactly. I know the tools that you have to use and so what tool do I take out Mm-hmm. How am I feeling today? Exactly. I, I know because, like, a lot of you are in the insight. Time insight time. Yeah. yeah. And I've tried it, and um, I'm going to keep trying it. I'm open to, to finding new paths as well. But I'm with Paulette. I, I, I have another app. It's called Enso, E-N-S-O. And I just have, like, a chime that goes off after 10 minutes and a chime mm-hmm. that goes off after 15 minutes. Because I like to really go deep, and how can I go deep if I'm getting interrupted by outside? Mm -hmm. On the other hand, when we have guided meditations with you, Mm -hmm. I go to places, I'm like, I don't know how she does it. She's like a magician. (laughs) She gets me to places, and I have things that happen, and I'm like, that was freaky. How did that happen, you know? So maybe it depends on the time of day for me. Absolutely. Time, Maybe it depends place. on the voice. I think the voice makes mm-hmm. a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a huge comfort level with you right. together for so many years meditating mm-hmm. that, you know, I get on inside the room, I'm like, oh no, she's nowhere near as good as daddy. I can't do this. <laughs> Forget it. Or, you know, it's, I find there's something about their voice that's distracting mm-hmm. me or whatever. No offense, but, you know, I <laughs> just haven't found the right ones yet, but... Mm-hmm. But it really is, it's important to know, and Paulette, you hit the nail on the head, I think, with, we, we have the tools. Now you got to dig in there and say, which ones work for me? And what works for me today mm-hmm. might not work for me tomorrow. That's so true. Yeah, because yeah, I'm true. changing every day. Yeah. And my circumstances right. are changing. Oh, what a good point that is. Yeah, and so you can be in a different place at different times. Exactly. Need different things. And in the creative patterning process, we talked about originally starting your creation from something you weren't emotionally attached to. Mm-hmm. But now, through the growth that you've had and the ability that you've had to actually see the results, you're ready to do head work right with that emotional stuff. Because you've prepared yourself. So, you know, what didn't work last week may work next week. And with Paulette, I, I have my moments where I'm, I'm writing. Mm-hmm. But I like writing after I've meditated. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like stuff's been released mm-hmm. from the meditation. See, I like doing both. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like preparing myself mm-hmm. to come up with what, what do I need to resolve, and I write it down. 
And sometimes I even talk to myself beforehand, which, <laughs> you know, about what I want to meditate, and then I will write about it afterwards. And it's very helpful for me to go back later and read it again. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what I yeah. got. Yeah. And then I'll meditate about it again to try and resolve it further. Mm-hmm. So I go yeah. back and forth. It just depends kind of where I'm at mm-hmm. and what's going on in my life mm-hmm. at that time. Right. That's the beauty of meditation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's very flexible. It's mm-hmm. very doable. And doesn't cost you anything. Right. right. No, you can give yourself the gift of time to do it because it will make a difference in your life. I can so tell powerful. the days yeah. that yes. I may not get the chance to yeah. do a full meditation. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no, worth it. It wasn't worth it. Saving that time really wasn't worth it, yeah. Could I, I have to, it's just kind of a funny. Yes, please. I was on my way here, and my granddaughter was there. She just got in from work, and I said, bye, honey, I'm off to meditation. She said, dress like that? <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, why? She said, well, don't you have to wear, like, yoga pants? <laughs> <laughs> Big rejects <laughs> The fashion police. I, read, I said, no, so I thought when you meditated, you had to wear yoga pants. I said, well, maybe that's something we have to add to our toolbox. <laughs> but I guess you thought, have, I really <laughs> thought you have to sit there with your legs crossed and go, uh-huh. mm, you know, Exactly, yeah. and that is the point. Yeah. So many people have such a vision of yeah. what they think meditation is. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that they get the taste of what we're offering, that there are different ways, different methods, and find what works for you. You know, look for the apps. And so uh, the Insight Timer, look for the apps. Debbie See on what SoundCloud. works. Debbie on SoundCloud. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So I'm going to ask this question, and I think this one it might take a minute for you to kind of come up with what really is the power. What do you see as the power in the process of meditation? What's powerful? Oh, I know. There are so many things that are powerful. I mean, there really are. I thought about this. Okay. And the power in meditation is you can change your emotional state, Mm -hmm. your physical state, your spiritual state. Yeah. That's the power. I can have my mind in such a terrible place and through meditation I can shift right we can do that shift I can physically feel ill ill Mm -hmm. and through the breathing meditation I can Mm -hmm. literally physically change my heart rate I've Mm -hmm. watched it as we've Mm -hmm. talked about in the past Mm -hmm. and spiritually I can feel that I'm just not in a good place and I can just spend some time Devoting my meditation to my spiritual thoughts mm-hmm. and challenges and shift where I'm at there. So I just think it's incredible, the power of meditation. And I mm-hmm. think I said when I came in here, the difference from last, the time we were together and right here has been amazing. Because I had to make a mental shift in my, in my thought process in my breathing, and in my meditation. Mm -hmm. I had put my writing aside for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And all I was focusing on in my life was all the negative that was happening. 
and I I got so bad where my I was getting anxiety attacks mm -hmm. and I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital and I thought I have to take control again and it through meditation the writing the breathing the spiritual yeah. part mm -hmm. um, I took out all my took out my tool chest mm -hmm. and just started pulling all of and I feel like a totally different person. My yes. thought process is better. My heart rate has gone back to normal. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel better about everything. Even though you know things oh, yeah. are still, there's still challenges oh, no, still out there. there. There's still problems out yes. there. But, wow. I'm, I'm, it, it's the way I'm handling it. It's the meditation that just got me through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, what I wrote down when we were talking about this a little bit earlier was it it allows you to change your focus, it changes how you perceive things, it creates new paths for you, and it allows you to grasp what you want, which is exactly the same thing as what right. we, the three of us were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was laughing at myself, um, I think it was this morning or yesterday's meditation, I can't remember which one, but... I've noticed a pattern, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed, so there are, there are moments where doubt or, you know, insecurities, you know, you, you try and, and hold yourself up and, and push yourself forward, but it's always sort of woven in a little bit, like, am I doing this? Did I take the right approach with this? You know, should I have taken a different tact here or there? Is, you know, this the right way? Whatever, you know, whatever your thoughts are, but when I'm in meditation, what I notice is that there's a different person in there. Yeah. And she's no Miss Positive Pollyanna, and <laughs> she's cheering me on. And mm -hmm. if nothing else, I need to tap into that at least once a day, mm -hmm. because I'm just amazed. You yeah, know, that there's a pure, positive. When I'm in meditation, I don't hear, well, "That's a bad idea," mm -hmm. or "What'd you do that for?" You don't get that kind of judgment when you're in meditation. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, exactly. I've never gotten anything negative in a meditation. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any time. Yeah. Can yeah. you? Yeah. No. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's always supportive. Yeah, it's always supportive. One of the things in the book that I was telling you about, the dying to wake up, that he talks about, is when you're really having tr trouble with someone, Visualize that person as a child. Visualize who they were. Really, whether you knew them as in their childhood or not, visualize them as a child. And really let your child kind of reach out. Because it shifts the way you look and perceive that person. And I thought that was just an interesting tool with that as well. Is it because children are so uh, innocent? I think that's part of it. I think that, that the innocence of childhood, childhood. plays a, a no big part of it. No. But no judging, you know, they, they, like Whatever. South Pacific, you know, you have to be carefully taught to be discriminatory, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Prejudice is something that we're taught. Yeah. And so if you can take it back to that childhood, I think that you can give a little more latitude to people understand them a little more, maybe even accept them a little more, and at least not be quite as bothered by their 
adult bad behavior. So <laughs> I just thought it was a great idea. I wanted to share yeah, that. It is. That's a big Thank tool. You. Yeah. Another way to add. That's it. <laughs> so how are you going to be using meditation to continue the process of choosing and creating? Where are you at right now and what are you going to create? I keep using the structural tension. Mm-hmm. That's that is huge, and I use that with the meditation of the, my current situation and what I'm choosing to create at that time, whatever time frame I am at. Right. And then using the structural tension to see each of them and bringing them closer and closer till they blend and it becomes what I want my current reality to be. Yeah. Yeah. Structural tension is and is so useful and can be used in once you get once you get connected to it and once you have seen the power of manifestation, you can start to use this, as I said before, even in deeply emotional situations. See that I didn't realize mm-hmm. that that's what I have to yeah. learn to do in that. Yeah. When it's emotional because it's okay to want it to be different. It's okay to want something to be better. Mm-hmm. And being able to see that is really helpful. Interesting. I think the difference, too, with even with something that's emotional is that when you're in that safe place of meditation mm-hmm. and it's just you with your thoughts, that um, there's still kind of an emotional distance. As you're visioning, that isn't that isn't there when you're actually out of meditation. It's it's so when you're just thinking about it, it's you're you're there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's almost like you can have that more distant view of it, even though you're you're creating it in your head of what you want and everything. There isn't that. You're such an emotion. relaxed state that it, there isn't that pining that's attached to it there isn't that uh, anxiousness about achieving yeah, it yeah it's just present to keep your eye on the prize mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're not different to the outcome you're not attached to the it's outcome. different yep. than fantasizing yes yes it's it's more in, intentional i know it sounds like a word we probably use a lot but Simmering the pot, goal. huh? Simmering the pot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But I do think I think that there is since there's not that emotional attachment to it, you are in a place where you can see it more clearly, and where you can make adjustments as you go. And there is again no judgment. There is no wrong way to create. Really, right. if you yeah. follow these steps, mm-hmm. you are going to be able to really see what's going on, but you need the meditation, you need the meditation moments, you need the time to put in to make sure that you are stepping back a little bit, that you are seeing it from a more a more objective space. I think sometimes too, I'm just thinking about the whole, our whole meditation conversation. You know, a lot of times there are meditations that we'll practice that are no thoughts, focus on your breathing, right? Be you know, clear that chalkboard, wipe mm-hmm. it off, be without thought. But I think there are times when we use the creating process 
that it's okay to have thought during meditation. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you'll you'll hear people discuss meditation and it's like, oh, you can't think, you need to be without thought. And talking right now, I'm realizing, you know, there are plenty of meditations that I am thinking. I'm choosing yeah. to create with thought. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So even if it's detached, but I think a lot of times... When I've spoken to people and they've said, oh, you meditate, well, you can't think. You have to just breathe and be without thought and be empty. And it's like... And wear yoga pants. I'll make sure when I wear yoga pants as a day, I'm not going to be of thought. <laughs> I'm going to go in the closet. I'll go in a different closet there on that day. a different one. But, you know, it's just something to throw out there that... You can have meditation where you're yeah. without thought, and there are meditations that you actually do, you can think. Exactly. I mean, or exactly. be with thought. Would yeah. be with thought. That's yeah. what guided imagery is. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. follow this thought, and then let that go on. Yeah. You know, the, it is that whole thing. The real key there is letting those thoughts pass through, you know, and or seeing them shift. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to get them stuck right. to where now you begin to obsess. Right. Yeah. And you begin to worry, and you move yourself. Now you're out of the meditative state. Absolutely. When you you'll know you're in the meditative state when a thought comes through. It may kind of resonate there for a little bit, and you know why that thought's there, and then you can let it go. Mm-hmm. So it's when it gets stuck, and then you get into the worry mode that you know you've just slipped out of that meditative state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go back to your breathing. Go back to your breath. Absolutely. And Sometimes you can get disrupted. You think, "Oh gosh, there, you know, there goes my focused and my pure meditative state." And it's just relax, and it'll come back, and may come back even deeper. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had that happen a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I'll have my meditation app on, and a phone call will come through, or a text will come through, or something will happen outside, and, and it'll be like just a, or just, or just me, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, came out of it for whatever reason, and like, but I didn't mean to. I still have more time. I, mm-hmm. I want to go back in there, or I need more time, yeah. or I want to just go past fifteen minutes. You know, yeah. um, and I, I think the other thing is, a lot of times I'll have thoughts that come up, or and it's it doesn't feel like it's my thoughts, right? And that's that's what I'm really getting in the meditation. It's I feel like I'm getting an outside perspective, but it isn't outside. It's from deep within, right? And the and the real essential point about that is that you know that those thoughts are positive that they're really okay they're guideposts yeah and i might think i want to meditate on this or that that day but the insight i get is about something else that that's been percolating for a while or something else that i'm concerned about or um or someone i'm concerned about and Mm -hmm. i just get a different reassurance that, mm-hmm. that just makes it feel like, okay, I don't need to worry about that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the new things that we've introduced is the use of a role model. And that, being able to find that that woman that is a person, and somebody you don't know well, somebody that, it may be a character, it may be an actress, it may be a commentator, uh, somebody you respect at least in the role that you see them in, and letting that become kind of a guide for you. 
and really letting that expand your knowledge base. How has that worked? It's been a riot. (laughs) (laughs) It's been... I was like... When I did that, and you had us play with it throughout the summer, Mm -hmm. so I was like, wow. This is like having a new friend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... I joked, we have a new imaginary friend, (laughs) you know, and what a cool person to have as an imaginary friend. We all picked kind of cool people, you know, and, uh, but I was surprised at how well it worked Mm -hmm. and how well, how much it sounded like the person we picked Mm -hmm. because I don't think I could have written it that well by myself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in my meditation it worked. That answer came out just, and... And we very talked clear. about a lot of different things, yeah. you know, so it was kind of, it was a very surreal exercise. But it, but it's an act as if exercise. It's one of, okay, I'm going to visualize that I'm sitting down with this person and I'm having a conversation. And if you can get into that space and just let conversation flow, it is pretty amazing. It's kind of like that cocktail party, like, oh, if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be? Or if you could have drinks with anyone, who would it be? And you get to live it out in your meditation and try it. Right. Uh, And it it was a hoot. Mm -hmm. Because we all picked kind of funny people. Yeah, true. And it's funny that throughout the meditations, I won't always be thinking of my role model, but she'll pop in and say, lighten (laughs) up, smile. You know, so... It sits back here, mm-hmm. and and when you least expect it, they visit you mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. and make you smile. Mm-hmm. make you smile. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity to use meditation in different ways, and every one of us will find the way that works best for us, and mm-hmm. it may shift over time, and that's okay. And we hope that the listeners really get a little bit better understanding of why you have to have meditation in everything you do. In everything that we work with, in really digging in deep, mm-hmm. the real tool is meditation. Yeah. Regardless of what type you choose, mm-hmm. it is the key tool. I think it's because it gets us to act on things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing to have a to-do list, but this is so much deeper doesn't let you hide from it, does it? Mm-mm. No. And it also doesn't doesn't make you afraid to act on it. In a positive way. Yeah, Perhaps. I mean, it's, it's kind of nice. I mean, there's so many things that we've taken on because we've used it as a tool. Right. And you don't have to have time as an excuse because you can... Meditate for as little as five minutes, as long mm-hmm. as 15. There's always time. Mm-hmm. You can always make time for a little bit of meditation. Right. And the more you do it, the more power you see in it, mm-hmm. the more you want to practice it and intertwine it into your daily life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other thoughts? Okay. I feel like meditating. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you all for sharing your insights and your experiences. We hope you'll join us for future conversations and that you can use some of the tools that are so valuable to us. Thank you for listening.
To take these ideas even further, please listen to Sisterly Insights, the practice, to participate in a guided meditation. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a comment and tell us why, or send us an email at sisterlyinsights at patternsforliving.com.